One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviours, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Hi, Valentina. Hi, Becky. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited. It's so lovely for me to have Uh, you know, our own Get Lit coaches, my clients, people who've been in the Get Lit community for a long time on the podcast, because you guys really do have so much wonderful wisdom. So I'm so excited to have you here today. We're going to be talking about, I really love your take on confidence. I really, I love the way that you show up. I think it's really relatable. I think it's really real. And I really love um, that your energy, like it's very bold, it's very courageous, very real, it's very relatable. And you talk about some really serious things that kind of women struggle with when it comes to like confidence and security, negative thinking, and obviously knowing you and you being again, Valentina is one of our master coaches at Get Lit. So she runs a lot of our courses and offers lots of um, support to our students in all varying courses of ours from our RISE program right through to our KCC. But I've seen the transformations that you've had with your clients and you are such a phenomenal coach. And I think that's because you just dig deeper and you go on so many different levels. So we're going to touch on confidence. We're going to touch on insecurity today. Firstly, before I do anything, I'd love to know what your definition of being lit up is. What does it mean to you being lit, being lit up and getting lit? Oh my goodness. For me, it is. And you're going to, I'm going to talk about this later when yeah. we talk about confidence, but for me, it's being confident, which means being yourself. So when you're lit up for me, you're, you're yourself and you are in harmony with who you are and you're at home in your home. You're at home with yourself and you are not afraid to put that out there and to really show it to the world what you have inside and who you are and all your facets. So that for me is being lit up. It's being confident. It's being unapologetic of who you truly are at your core. So obviously everything you said there is 
so spot on because all the things we're going to dig deep into today around confidence, you use the word unapologetically, which we're going to talk about. Um, you use the word being courageous. You, you talked about being yourself. We're going to dig deep into like, what does it really mean? And how can we really start to find our true authentic self? Because I think one of the reasons why so many people are kind of a bit disassociated or unhappy is because they don't actually know who they are. So we're going to talk about that. And then you also brought up the many facets and layers. And I know that's something you talk about lots is like owning our many layers and you talk about you know your journey so do you know what let's start with that because I know for you you were a model um and there's a whole story around modeling and then becoming a coach or into your clothes but you're also into coaching so let's talk about your story with owning this or for you what do you mean when you say that we're multi-layered like multi-faceted women what does that actually mean so I do not believe there were supposed to be just one thing. I believe that really limits our potential and it limits um, also all just our well-being because we're basically caged, we're basically blocked to um, just fully express ourselves. So being multifaceted means you have many layers to you and we're human. As women, we're cyclical beings. We're not meant to have a linear kind of path. We're cyclical, right? Our biology shows us we are cyclical. So we're not to be, we're not meant to be just one thing, just one sort of layer. And I feel like a lot of times we have this pressure of as soon as we are put in a category, whether it's our career, whether it's a role we're playing, we try to fulfill that role in the best possible way to be congruent to what society or the people outside of us expect from us. And that gives us this feeling of I'm congruent, right? I'm doing like, it all makes sense. My life makes sense. Like I do this job, so I wear these clothes and I listen to this music and I go to these clubs and I meet these kind of people. But the thing is, we're not that. We are so much more to that than just like trying to fit the mold of what other people expect of us. Mm. We have not just biologically, but also in general, we have many passions. We have many facets. We have loads of um, personality, like characteristics in our personality. And we don't allow those to come through unless it's congruent a lot of times to what other people expect of us. And that's when we're disconnected from ourselves. That's why with my clients, what I love to do is to really go deep to the, for them to understand like who are they at their core. This connection is really important, the connection to yourself so that you, you are kind of, you have that confidence to show all those many layers. So the I believe every single woman on this planet is multifaceted. We're not meant to be just moms or just like business owners or just in a nine to five. If we want to be a mom and have a job, we can have that. If we want to be just a mom, that's great. But we're not meant to be just one thing. You can be a mom and enjoy your career or not enjoy your career and be doing that. But then you have many other facets um, that make you who you are, not just the role of the mom. You see what I mean? So all these different um, roles we feel we need to play, it's not just one role, it's many roles. And all those roles, they're safe for us to be in those. You know what I mean? So I just really do believe that being multifaceted is being very, very um, confident nowadays because you're not, you're not, we're almost not allowed to be multifaceted. So I was kind of kind of touch on that because a lot of the things you said drew, drew on 
and I was going to say, why do you think, why do you think that we feel like we need to fit into one version of us? And I know you say like the analogy of like getting in your box, but you've kind of touched on it there a bit that a lot of it is about this idea of fitting in, right? Yes, absolutely. Like we want to, we are social animals and we want to fit in and we want to find our community and we want things to just make sense around us so that we can, you know, have this protection of the community we are in. And so we're going to try to fit in that community. And I believe that like, you know, standing out is the new fitting in. Why? Because if you are trying so much to fit into a group of friends or a community, you're changing who you are. And therefore you're attracting people who only know what you've changed. They don't know who you are at your core. In the long run, you don't resonate with those people anymore because they've connected with you from a very superficial level that you've changed to adapt to them. If you are going to be yourself on all levels and trust yourself and lean back into who you truly are. Just lean back into it and just go through life, meeting people authentically, showing people who you truly are. You'll find those people. Those people will love you for who you are at your core and not for the things you've shown them. So what I find is a lot of clients come to me and they're always trying to fit in and they don't have these very, um, they don't have those stable relationships that they can really count on because for their whole life, they've been trying to change their way to fit in to a certain group or a community or a career or whatever that may be. I think it is a great way to keep women small. I think it's a great way to take away a women's power. Um, it's funny how I'd read something and I'm keep on researching this because I find it so interesting how um, the goddesses, right? Uh, the, the female goddesses is like the goddess of love, the goddess of war. Um, and I, they have, all have their different roles. And it's very interesting how they've been given just one role and they must be good at that. But actually, actually, what I had read is that it was a, it was a form to keep them kind of small and give them just one kind of thing they can be good at because they're almost threatened by the power of a woman who can do everything. Like imagine a goddess of war, but then of love and then who can, who's able to nurture and like create life. We are create, like we are creators of life. We're not meant to be doing just one thing. We're not meant to do just one thing. We can be more, right? And even if you believe you're doing just one thing, you're most probably not. You're into kind of music, you're probably into kind of style and you're probably into so many things that make you unique. Like we are not one thing only. Yeah. Trying to show the world this congruent, perfect picture, you know? Particularly, like you said, they're just a picture, like growing up in a social media world where, you know, particularly if you are a coach or you're you're in the industry, and even if you're not, it doesn't really matter, but, um, you know, we're posting photos and we're being something and it's like the amount of times I've gone, oh, I can't really post that because I'm a coach or, oh... I shouldn't really be talking about clothes that much, even though clothes are like one of my bigger, and you and I always talk about this, don't we? We love clothes and we're always talking about clothes. And we're always like, yeah, I love your new, but like, I'm like, oh, I can't really give people too much content on clothes. Cause like, that's not what they're here for. They're here for my personal development. But then same time, people are messaging me like, no, we're actually here for the clothes. Like <laughs> we want to see more clothes on your page. So how like, and, and we're going to touch on confidence. Cause I imagine your answer for me saying like, how can someone really own their multifaceted layers? You're going to say, well, they need to be confident. Yeah. What's your story with being like many layers and like coming out of being, you know, a model and being one thing that you were expected to become? How did you find your way into becoming really owning these many, many layers of yourself? So it was definitely a journey. And that's why I teach this to my clients now, because it could have taken me far less time and far yeah. less than all that kind of worry. Um, but I think I had to go through this to be able to teach it. So basically, I, I feel like I've never really been 
Um, just one thing. Also growing up, my grandparents were like, she's going to struggle to find her thing. She's got so many different facets and talents. And so growing up, I always had this, this kind of thing. So when I was um, around 19, I started modeling. But before that, I was um, also um, going on expeditions at a very young age. At 15, I went on an expedition in India and I was selected by an explorer to go on these expeditions. So I was um, basically almost representing my country for this project and going through very, very big environmental projects there. And so I had this love for the environment and this love for biology and nature and humans and environment. And I had um, this also love for like all things fashion and creativity. So I had this creativity in me and like music and all that kind of thing. So growing up, it was already a bit of a struggle of like, who am I? What is the, does this even make sense? Moving into, um, after like long journey, I had panic attacks and all sorts of um, issues with my mental health. Once I'd, once I'd healed that, I moved on to model and study psychology. So already I was going to my classes and running to castings. I was going to my set, to my um, you know, um, classes in university with my bag to go to casting with my heels in there and then running to a casting, coming back, doing a show. And it was already very kind of feeling like I was so different from the other students there. And I was traveling from Milan to my classes in Vienna. That's already, I was like, where do I fit? Plus there were these environmental projects in the background. I was like, well, I'm working in a consumerist industry. And then I'm like doing these environmental projects, like who am I? And then I had done a yoga teacher training. So, and I saw all those yogis and spiritual leaders there. And I was like, I'm this young girl who models and like has all those different kind of passions. I didn't feel like a yogi. I was like, how can I fit into this yoga world? And yeah. then I, um, I met my boyfriend five years ago and he plays football. So then I was kind of in this football world where, you know, there's, they're quick to judge of like, it was started to become crazy. I went to stadiums on, on like the weekend and then going to my um, nine to five once I had done, like finished my, my, um, my university degree, for example. So I was doing so many different things. I remember there was a time where I was um, working at a big company that builds cars and I was in HR and I was building the cars for a whole week, waking up at 4 a.m., building the cars and mounting the cars um, in the in the actual factory, and it was crazy because on the weekends I was at the stadium <laughs> watching football, and and it was a big congruence. A lot of the um, the you know other girlfriends or wives of players were like, "What are you doing? You're waking up at building cars. Like, what is she doing?" And so again, it kept coming up this thing of, "What am I then?" You know. But I kept following my journey, and I feel like there was so many things that just feel very didn't feel congruent. And I, ne I always kept hitting a wall, especially when I got into coaching, which has been my passion since I've been 18 years old, I've wanted to become a coach. And the moment I stepped into that, you can imagine what came up. It's like, it's my business. And I was like, I need to show up like a coach shows up and my feed needs to look like a coach. And I went from this Instagram profile, and, uh, um, a modeling Instagram profile to turning into coaches. Like, how can people take me seriously? Yet I was studying for years and years um, you know, behind the scenes to really be the best coach I can be today. So again, so many different things that just made me feel like I wasn't, um, I didn't fit in anywhere. I was the weird one here, the weird one there, and the weird one here that just didn't feel like I, I fit in. Over time, what I realized is I didn't create my business to, you know, fit into one box. And the moment I let go of all those expectations, and was fully myself, things started to click, things started to work. And I, um, I finally understood what it actually means to be multifaceted. It's a superpower. 
And being unique is your superpower. No one can take that away from you. Nobody can be a carbon copy of you if you are you. If you change yourself, everyone can copy you, but not if you're you. And so this is really what has changed for me is to completely have a mindset shift and also understand who I truly am at my core. Yeah, I mean... I love everything you've said there. And I think probably every woman can relate. And I think actually it's something that people don't talk about enough. Like, because even hearing your story, I was like, do you know what? Actually, yeah, I really struggled with the fact that I was such a tomboy as a kid, always playing sports in the football teams, in the netball teams, in the rugby teams, in the rounders team. And and then there was this dancer in me that was the dancer and the gymnast. And then I wanted to wear heels. And for a long time, I think that's where I really struggled. And actually, even thinking about it now, we're put into the box and we have to decide what work we want to do. So when I was at college and I was playing all these sporty games, I was like, but I also really like wearing heels and getting dressed up and being girly. When it came to picking a degree that I wanted to do at university, I was like, uh, do I go here or do I go here? Because the outcome of this is going to be like corporate office job heels. The, the outcome of this is going to be probably working in my trainers and being a PE teacher or working in sports. Being, and for a long time, those worlds didn't collide until it became cool to talk about fitness. And then still, and even then I was like, can I be a fitness girl? But also like, it's so interesting. And I actually probably reckon that there's more women in this world than you and I even think that fully res- resonate with this idea of like, oh, okay. Like I've been fighting all the different layers of me. And I've even seen it with like, I don't know, I guess when I started in this industry, I was like fitness blogging, sharing what I was doing. And I've seen some of these fitness influencers that were in my kind of world go, do you know what, guys, I'm done just talking about fitness. Like I really love clothes too. And I really love food too. And I really love going out with my friends and I'm going to share it all. So for you, like, obviously I know you're going to say that in order to really own those layers of yourself and be unafraid about whether you do or don't fit in, what has to be at the bottom of this? What is it that we need to have? I do believe it is a very multi-layered approach. And that's why I have a very multi-layered approach that I teach my clients towards like this deep, unshakable confidence. I believe definitely there's element of having certain strategies um, around confidence, but I don't believe it just stops there. I believe there's deeper uh, work that needs to be done and understanding what is stopping you at your core of being who you truly are. And a lot of times with most of my clients, it's some sort of trauma that has happened to them where they feel like they're going to be laughed at. They're going to be judged. They're going to be trolled. They're going to be whatever it may be. And so they're just so afraid to be themselves because something happened to them in their past. So it is about definitely healing those wounds. It's going through the trauma. It is definitely also um, building from there and showing another way out. It's rewiring your brain, recreating new neurological pathways, new ways of thinking new ways of talking to yourself, new ways of expressing yourself. And then there's also this whole element of connecting with yourself on a deeper level. Because yes, we can do all the things up here on the mindset level and definitely also healing uh, work. But then like, if you cannot connect with yourself, you don't know who you are, right? Clarity is power. That's what Tony Robbins says. And it's so true. Clarity is truly power. If you don't know where you're heading, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what you're made of, if you don't know what you love, what you don't love, what your core values are, what you want from life, uh, what triggers you, what doesn't, what your shadow sides are, how can you fully be confident, truly? How? Because you're trying to constantly hide something. You're kind of trying to, you're not showing all of you. By this, I don't mean, oh, let's be an open book. The whole world gets to see who we are. No, but you should know though. You should know. And then you choose what you show the, you know, 
your your date or your friends or the people you meet. You choose nice and slowly, but you know what triggers you. What, what do I like? What do I want? And that's what's going to make you confident. So the connection with yourself, getting to know yourself on a deeper level, connecting to your intuition, our intuition speaks to us all the time, and the energetic work that comes behind as well. I do believe everything is energy. I'm a big believer of that. And I do believe that um, that is also a big part of being confident. It's energy of like, you're you're a magnet. You're like almost a magnet when you walk into a room. You're like, you know who you are. You're standing tall in who you are. And that is, I think, what is required, um, definitely. Many layers, many layers. And that's why your work is so such an energetical shift. And we're going to talk about energy in a minute because I want to go there with you. But you you did kind of mention there not being your full self, right? Do you think there's an element of us that doesn't actually want to find out who we really are? Because then if we get judged, then we're really being judged for actually who we are at our core rather than for the girl we became to show up, if that makes sense. Like, do you think there's, because I, I think I see it with my clients a lot and even just friends, like, I think we're really, truly afraid to be who we actually are fully, like to even go there and learn about ourselves because then when you get ridiculed or you get judged, mm, it's a much more bitter pill to swallow, right? Absolutely. There's so much truth in what you just said. Honestly, um, that's why the shadow kind of work is so important. Break that down for someone who doesn't understand what shadow work is. What do you mean by shadow work is basically the work on the parts of you that you might be ashamed of, that you might carry shame around. Oh, like, for example, I don't know, you maybe feel a little bit jealous about someone or you're triggered about someone or you're very scared of certain things or you have some sort of uh, uh, resentment There's or uh, any any sort of thing that you might not be proud of and that doesn't give you all the sense of joy and like excitement, right? And um, these are the parts of us we tend to hide. We tend to kind of cover up. We tend to be like, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm great, right? So we bypass. We almost, we don't have a look at those uh, those parts of us. Once you fully get your nice little torch and you light some light on those shadow sides, what happens is they lose that essence of a shadow side. They're just part of you because at the end of the day, and that's also why I created my podcast, Bravely You, is because it's you need to be brave to be fully yourself. Why? Because you've got to integrate the shadow sides. The shadow sides are just a part of you, but you are not a whole without those shadow sides, like the yin and the yang. It's like this, this, this duality that without the yin, you don't have the yang, you don't have a whole, right? Without the yang, you don't have the yin. Without something being cold, we cannot have something being hot, right? So this, the darkness, we cannot have the light. Like, yeah. That's exactly it. So we cannot be a whole without integrating also those parts of us. Now, yes, it's true. It can get super scary, but because you've done the work, because you know where it comes from, you start getting on this journey where you inevitably start developing kind of an un- so much more compassion understanding that when the judgments come, they do hurt, but you've already built such a strong foundation with yourself that you kind of know what's important and what's not. And if people judge you, you know, you've come to a point there where you're like, okay, I haven't worked so much on myself to like let someone's judgment completely destroy me. It might hurt me, but it won't destroy me. I'm keep, I'll move forward. It's when you don't do the work that those judgments hurt. Because you're being triggered. So powerful. So true. So for someone who's, okay, so the opposite of confident, what does that look like? Because I'm trying to kind of, I guess for our audience here, like what would they relate to um, in terms of not feeling confident? Like how would that feel for someone who doesn't have that kind of confidence? Well, I think being insecure a lot of times is feeling a little bit lost. My clients come to me and they say they're lost. They feel stagnant. They feel stuck. 
And you kind of lost a bit of your sense of direction in life. You don't know where you're going. And you are also very, very afraid of what people think of you and therefore mold yourself constantly. What happens is you live a life based on the external, which I have spent my so many years doing, trying to change and look in a certain way for people to kind of like me more and get more of that approval. So again, where I was trying to get this approval from the external. So someone who's very insecure, they're going to base a lot of their life and their decisions and their choices on the external, depending on what people say, depending on what their parents think, their family thinks, their friends think, whatever. They're going to try, they're going to mold themselves based on that. A person who's confident uh, chooses and um, changes and um, takes decisions from a place of like balance and understanding of who they are at their core. So from an internal from an internal perspective. So I think someone who's very insecure is, is definitely someone who has kind of lost a lot of the clarity of who they are and where they want to go in life as well. And then on the flip side of that, what does having confidence look like? What are you able to achieve and do? Because I think it's really interesting with all of your work, you use words like unapologetically confident, unshakable confidence, being bold, being courageous, rather than just like, oh, let's build up your self-worth. You know, they're quite powerful and strong words. Like, what does someone who is confident, what are they able to achieve with that? Like, I don't know, for me, for example, like I think over time I've got more confident really communicating my boundaries with things that are yes for me and things that are no for me. So one thing that's been coming up in conversation a lot recently is alcohol, like drinking. I really don't drink anywhere near as much as I used to. And like, I'm, you know, almost pretty much teetotal, but I find myself in like group situations. It's really difficult. And loads of my friends are hitting that stage now where they're a little bit like, "Mm, you know what? I don't really want to drink anymore. It makes me feel like crap for a week. I'm unproductive. I'm not creative. I'm not intacting with my intuition. And, you know, I'm like, I can't write a book when I'm hungover. It's just not possible. But to really communicate that to friends and say like, guys, I'm not really drinking. Oh my God. It takes so much confidence and so much resilience in myself. Like, and I say that to people, it's like, that's the problem. Most people don't have the confidence. So what does someone, what can they expect to have when they really work on that confidence muscle and build it up? Well, you're limitless in my opinion, when you're confident, because, um, you, you have such a broader and greater perspective of life and you just see more possibility when you're confident. You see um, other possibilities out there in the field, in the quantum field, that limitless, infinite amount of possibilities that are out there are there, they exist. When you're confident, you really start seeing them all. You see, okay, yes, my friends could react this way, but they could also react this way. So you're already energetically preparing yourself for a new outcome. When you're confident, you can walk into a room and you know who you are. You know, you know what you're made of and you don't have to constantly scan. If people are looking at you, you're not scanning around to see if people are judging you. You are you, you're working on your thing. You're comparing much less. You are much, you're so much more in tune with your body, which means also more connected with your body, with your intuition, with your, you know, as, as women, we're so intuitive to connect with that part of our, of ourselves is just so powerful And you are, you know, at the end of the day, what I really see is that being when you're confident and you're authentic and who you truly are and you're, um, you're unapologetically yourself, you can seriously, seriously go after any goal in your, in, in, in your life or in anything you dream of, because you know, at your core, you trust yourself that yes, it may be hard, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll move forward. I'll, I'll be able to, whatever that may be, whether it's, you know, in dating scene and relationships, friendships, career, 
you know, okay, yes, it might be tough, but this is not a, something that's impossible for me anymore. And I used to be the kind of person who's like, oh, this is so hard or getting out of my panic disorder will be impossible. Or, you know, there's so many things where I was like becoming a coach in my own business. I don't even know where it could even start putting so many blocks in front of me and, not, and being confident means that now I can truly see that, yes, there are many things that might be in the way of it, but I'll get there. And so it's a true trust in who you are. And there's nothing more beautiful than trusting yourself first, right? And knowing that I can handle this, whatever obstacle comes and whatever obstacle is placed in front of me, it's there for a reason. And it's there for me to overcome it. So powerful. Everything you're saying is so powerful. And I'm sure so many women will relate and resonate. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen, bitch. Oh, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, uh, I will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird you, dance moves. You head back and then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. 
you spoke a little bit there about being magnetic and infectious and you know like I am big on energy I think energy is such an underrated like conversation and you can do all the work but it's all in your energy but you've also spoken about like tapping into your intuition I know you do that with a lot of your clients and in a lot of your work you know your big like pierre de resistance is like helping women really transform their energy get in touch with their intuition start to step into their embodiment of their true feminine energy and you know those shadow sides and for you how can someone tap in you know someone who's listening to this who like is listening and going what like how do i get into my intuition or what what is that version of me how can someone start to take those steps into really understanding that part of them or their energy that they're putting out there into the world two yeah. questions everything that is yeah two question one i think the first step definitely to connect to your intuition start small and start by honoring your needs listen to what your body's telling you you don't need to learn a bunch of stuff you know tapping into your intuition means unlearning we're unlearning this is already part of you there's nothing you need to learn you're probably just spending so much time in your head and such little time in your body that you're not listening to the signals. Your body speaks to you all the time. That's why I love teaching this to my one-to-one clients, but also in programs, because it is really the foundation, because it's going to enable you to have the key towards empowerment. For me, the key towards empowerment is I'm able to give myself what I need. I honor my own needs. I wake up, I need, I need something, I'm going to give it to myself. I'm not going to go, oh, no, not this workout. It's going to make me look like this. Oh, not this food. I cannot have it right now. Listening, what do you need and what does your body crave and need right now? So that's the number one thing of tapping into your intuition is listen to your body and respond to that. I always give the example of like when smoothie bowls, maybe they're still, I think, yes, they are, I think. But smoothie bowls are amazing, right? Everyone wants to have a smoothie. I love smoothies. But in winter, I do not crave smoothies. But again, if you read all the magazines, you're like, oh, but she just had this wonderful smoothie. So if you go on Instagram, see everyone having their smoothie bowls, you're like, oh, I want one. But actually your body's craving warmth maybe when you wake up in the morning, maybe not. But this is just an example. The amount of times back then in the past when I was modeling that I would change my diet or choose things in the morning when I woke up just because that model ate it, that I saw it on a magazine or whatever, is insane and it never made me feel good. And now when I eat something, I'm nourished. I'm on top of my game. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, you know, I've got my energy, my energy levels are doing amazing because I'm listening. And next, you know, and you understand, for example, what foods make you feel good. And it's the same with exercise. It's the same with the friends you surround yourself with, for example, being around, um, you know, certain people that suck your energy and you might not be feeling that you just come home and you're just tired. You just want to go to bed. And then if you're tapped into your intuition, you understand, Hmm, today I'm actually pretty tired. I want to spend time with myself. I don't think I need to go see those friends or maybe you move away from those friends completely. So again, you know, honor those needs, honor those needs. That's the number one thing with intuition for sure. Really love what you said there about feeling good. Because again, I think that's something that we don't talk about enough is like prioritizing everything you said linked back to makes me feel good and I think we've really become like desensitized to the idea of even allowing ourselves to feel good it's really powerful what you've just said there about like the moment you start prioritizing what makes you feel good actually you're nurturing like that higher version of you and you're tapping into your intuition yeah yeah and you're being you're empowering yourself you're not looking for that kind of comfort from someone else you can give it to yourself 
And your happiness you, is not a conditional response to what other people are doing at that point. Exactly. That's exactly it. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Feeling good is also just puts us in the state of attracting more good stuff towards yeah. us. So yeah. we want to be the high frequency. This doesn't mean we are bypassing all the like emotions make us feel bad. I always say this on all things everywhere where I, I speak or I talk. It's like not about bypassing the negative emotions. Yeah. There's yeah. No such negative they're meant to be there and we need to feel them feeling is healing so no bypassing no kind of suppressing no feel like shit if you need to feel like shit but then take those decisions that you know consciously know and unconsciously know are going to make you feel good yeah because sometimes it's subconscious you just want to do something and you're not listening yeah, to it yeah, yeah so true it's very very true I mean, I, I could talk to you about this for ages and there's so many things that we're like touching on and, and, and digging deeper into when it comes to like getting into an energy that makes you infectious and attractive, i.e. putting yourself first and becoming more confident. How can someone start to do that? Like top line, like what are things every single day? Because I think we talk often about like, you know, there's deep energetic level work that needs to be done. There's rewiring that needs to be done, but there are also things that we can do every single day. Like, you know, every time you say yes, when you mean only yes and say no, when you mean no, you boost your confidence slightly, you know, cause you're showing up with that resilience. What, what, are, like if you were to give like three tips to someone wanting to become unapologetically confident, what would they be at? So one of them is obviously you've already said like tap into your intuition. Tapping into intuition, which by then I also mean develop a practice that enables you to do that. So I really am a, I'm a meditation practitioner and breathwork practitioner. Yeah. So I teach that to my clients. And I believe that um, a lot of times we need to put ourselves in a specific state. And we, uh, by meditating, we allow ourselves to really connect to ourselves at a very deep level because there's silence, because there's quiet. And then you can really tap into that intuition. So I love meditation and breathwork. I would say definitely number one, tapping into your intuition. Number two, I would say is, for example, a very practical thing waking up in the morning is I do this thing called morning elevation and it's just literally making my matcha with some music. Now this is very linked to the first point, so we can also put it in under one, but it's basically um, you are in control of the state you're in. Do not think that your emotions control you and then you woke up on the wrong foot. So like, oh, my day is doomed. No, like put on a badass music, put on a cool pair of earrings if that's what makes you feel good. Put on some makeup or none at all if whatever, you know, makes you feel good, you know, and, and get out of just get out of bed with that excitement. Put yourself in a state and, and in a good, in a positive state. Now, again, this takes conscious effort. It's not going to happen like this. So do those, take those steps that are going to put yourself in that state. Wake up in the morning, find your silence. Don't scroll on your phone first thing in the morning. Don't do that because you're going to, what you're doing is you're waking up to a myriad, if that's even a word in English, I don't know, of, um, of kind of, uh, you're looking into the life of other people. You're basically waking up and telling yourself, oh, this is, this, these are all the things I missed, I missed while I was asleep. I mean, just starting your day with FOMO basically. And so don't do those things. Keep it on airplane mode. My, my, okay, I've just moved houses now, so I cannot put my phone in another room because I need it as an alarm clock and my other alarm clock is in a box. But basically my, 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 my phone sleeps in another bedroom, in another bedroom. And I don't, and you know that as well. Uh, yeah. I don't turn oh it God, off. Where's Valentina? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't turn it on until I've done my stuff, until I started my day with myself. Why? It takes conscious effort to do that. Put yourself in a good state. You're doing your coffee. 
while you're doing your coffee, put on a cool music and connect to your coffee. Be mindful the first couple minutes of your day, connect to who you are. So putting yourself in that state can help you to start your day um, just with a whole different perspective and attitude. So that would, I would, would say is linked to intuition. Another thing I would say is you've already mentioned that very important thing is boundaries. Well, you cannot be confident and unapologetically yourself if you let everyone else walk all over you. So when it's a no, it's a no. And it's a yes, it's a yes. And always communicating it with, you know, respect. Like you're not going to hurt people's feelings if you're being respectful. And there is a way to communicate boundaries. And I like to teach this to my clients. There's a specific language and there's great ways to do it. But I truly, truly believe that if you do not want to do something, even boundaries with yourself, like, you know, if you don't want to be on your phone first thing in the morning, because you know, it doesn't make you feel good then like make that a non-negotiable set boundaries with others and with yourself. That's self-respect, right? And really be in integrity with who you truly are. So not just saying like, so that moves, let's go. That's my third one then because it's, they're not very that linked, but um, it leads me to my third point, which is being in integrity with what you say. So you tell yourself every morning you wake up and you're like, tomorrow I'm going to go for a run. And then you don't do it. Then you go next day, you say again, I'm going to go for one. Then you don't do it. I'm going to go for one. Then you don't do it. I'd rather you don't tell yourself anything than tell yourself that. Because what happens is you are, you don't even know, but slowly you're killing your confidence because you can't trust yourself anymore. It's as if a friend basically ditches you every single day on the meeting you, you both have. And like after the third time, you're probably not going to trust that friend anymore. Yeah. It's the same with yourself. You're not trusting yourself anymore. So anything that's going to come in your life, you're going to be like, I can't do it anyway. Cause I'm not going to pull, I'm not going to, you know, I don't pull through with these things. What you're doing is you're ditching yourself in that moment. You're ditching your higher self. I think I love everything you've said because all three of those points, I think it's really important. Um, that people start to take responsibility for their for their for their experiences for their outcomes for their energy and for what happens for them in their lives like talk about manifesting you know like people want stuff to just happen for them they want it to fall into their laps we've got so used to the instant gratification and i think what you've said there it's very like listening to you talk it's very empowering it's all about respect it's all about stepping out but there's so much that you've said there about like take responsibility for your growth, for your happiness, for feeling good, for getting what you want in life, because it's so true. If you, if you say you're going to do one thing and you don't do it and you don't follow up with it, you're neglecting yourself. And I think that's, what's really powerful about your work. It's, it's like giving people the tools, the belief, the strategies to help them take the responsibility that they need to take in order to call in what they want. I want to touch on something you've said quite a few times around like fitting in, shrinking yourself. I know a lot of your work is around really helping women like get out of the box, like untame themselves, be who they want to be, have that integrity. And we won't, we won't go into town too much about patriarchy, but I really wanted to pull on something that um, your work on Instagram and like the work in general, but your work is not on Instagram, but obviously the way that you show up on Instagram it's bold. It's courageous. It's all of those things that you, you know, want your, want your, your clients and your community to learn how to become. And I know that recently, like you did an mate like a reel and I absolutely loved it. And it like went absolutely viral. It's like 2.5 million views or something absolutely wild. And you were talking about 
this woman, like being a woman and being like, oh, I'm so glad that you, you know, overcame the patriarchy that told you that you had to shrink and that you're basically, you love yourself for being hot, right? Tell, tell the audience kind of what happened with the back of that, off the back of that, because I think this sums up everything we're talking about. And maybe also a lot of women's fears around shining. Absolutely. So this was a voiceover reel. Okay. So I found this voice, this, this kind of clip and I was like, wow, this is so powerful. So I've, I did this, this reel and I got so much love for it. Honestly, 2.5 million. Imagine like so much love, but also a bunch of hate. Right. And I wasn't too used to that. Like, you know, first of all, like n- none of my work has ever been like shown to 2.5 million people. I've had 500 comments on there for hundred or something comments on there. So imagine so many people loving it, but also a lot of hate. And that really showed me that when you are basically what I'm saying in this reel is that, you know, when a woman feels like she's good, if she feels good about herself, feels hot in the sense we use the word term hot, but she feels good about herself, then she's probably done the work to be in this point because nowadays it requires work to feel good about yourself. So what I was saying in the caption is celebrate a woman that feels good. Don't bring her down. Don't try to bring her down. And then what happens in the comments is exactly that. People try to bring me now down, but I was just like, again, a messenger of this message, but um, trying to bring me down for that um, because uh, the patriarchy was mentioned. And the, the, the crazy thing about it is it's a 15 second reel, but people attach to just the one word they hear. Like, obviously we know it's the fashion industry and we know it's the media. We know it's so many things, but it also stems from a specific system and it's not men versus women here. No one's like bashing men for like, you know, in women's insecurities. But again, people like to hold on to things and just project their, their in, internal world onto you. And um, a lot of times a woman that is really in her power, um, she, she, a lot of people still feel threatened. A lot of people still feel threatened of a woman feeling good about herself. It's almost like it shouldn't be this way. And I think it's crazy. And I'll keep doing this work forever until everyone knows that truly like you're, you're fine and you should never be shamed for feeling good. If you feel good, I celebrate you. I celebrate you. I think you've done so much work to feel good about yourself because every single woman has had one insecurity or another, some sort not just around their body, just generally some sort of insecurity. And even every man, I'm not saying this is just, you know, I'm just focusing on women right now because that's what I specialize in. That's what I, you know, I've experienced myself. I know men have their insecurities too. Again, not men versus women, but people like to hold on to certain things. And we are, we are part of a system inevitably that made women feel much smaller and much inferior and always needing to fit in and always needing to be good at a certain thing to get enough like validation. And this is breaking down. This system is finally, finally, slowly breaking down. I mean, slowly, nice and slowly. No, we're not- but we're getting there. Even that though. Okay. So you had, you had a lot of love, you know, there were certain women that were like, yes, queen, sharing it, sharing it, sharing it. For you, what would you say the difference are between the people who are sharing it and like, yes, girl, you own that. You know that you're hot. Even though like, let's be, let's be real about this. It wasn't even your words. Like, as in, it's not like you were being like, hey girl, I'm hot. It's like a voiceover. Um, and then the people who, you know, whether they're male or women who were like, oh, do you know what's not hot? Like, I think I saw one where some girl's like, what's not hot is a girl who thinks she's so hot. That's not right. Okay. So what's going on? Because I want to, I, I want to take back that if a reader, if a reader, if a listener is listening to this and they're like, see, this is exactly why I don't stand out. Cause girl, you've got so much hate. 
what do we say about those people that are giving that hate? You know, what's the difference between those those women that were like sharing you and celebrating you and the women who were like, mm, uh-uh, honey, like I'm not here for this. Who's done the work? Yeah, who's done the work? Exactly. First of all, who's done the work? Who's happy? Who's thriving currently? Who's doing great? And who's doing miserable? Who's doing really poorly? Because that's a fact. The people who judge you, they're probably triggered by your work and therefore in a very unhappy place. Someone that needs to hide behind a screen to make, screen to make you feel miserable is someone who's very unhappy. Someone who needs to have this instant moment of feeling better by bringing you down for a second. So imagine how much happiness these people get. They get like a bit of happiness by bashing you and they feel a bit better. So they don't know what true happiness is, those people. So and the people suit of feeling better they're desperate to feel good too they want to shine too they just don't know how to do it in the right way so it's actually the same thing we all want the same thing here they actually are in the pursuit of making themselves better by making other people feel bad yeah and we all want to feel good like we're all striving to feel good and be happy but these people they're so miserable that it's going to make them feel really much better and their ego is going to feel good by just bashing someone for a couple seconds that's sad and also don't give those people the your power away if someone is afraid and saw my reel and saw those comments and is afraid first of all i think it's probably two percent are negative well the rest is like positive apart from that we negativity uh, bias right we our brain focuses on threats so is used to looking at the negative so be mindful of that try to focus on all the good stuff rather than all the things that were negative and also don't give them your power like those people don't know you first of all it was a voiceover it wasn't from me but it was to celebrate women who feel good about themselves it says it on the caption um but a lot of people still kind of feel threatened so i do believe that like if i would have given them their power uh, the power i would stop making reels and just a pity for all the women who actually gained from it and who shared it and who loved it, for example. And be careful with who you give your energy to. Just nobodies on the internet that you don't know. That's not worth it. Definitely not. Don't let it destroy like who you are. Like that's what I'm saying. Foundation of confidence. Did it not, did it affect me? Of course, when, when like, obviously like someone saying, can you change a flat tire though? I think it's almost, that's the whole point, right? Why would you put that under? It's embarrassing for you. Those like make you laugh and cry at the same time. Cause it's just such a, just mind boggling to me. Yeah. It's just crazy. But on the other hand, some of them were pretty, pretty personal insults. Obviously, do you think I was like smiling over them? No, I was just, it, obviously for anyone, I think anyone, it hurts when you first read it, but then you leave it, then you leave it. And then I move on. And that's where your confidence steps in. Yeah. Yeah. That foundation. Amazing. Well, I think we're going to leave it there because we could talk about it forever. But guys, if you are looking to find confidence, build unshakable, unapologetic power, confidence, bravery, courage, and truly own your integrity, then I promise you, Valentina is the girl to go to. She is the girl to work with. So do share with our listeners how someone can work with you, what you're up to in the next year or so um, where they can find you well you can find me very very easily my name valentina marzola just go on valentinamarzola.com oh the italian twang i love it i cannot say marzola no because i'm italian marzola so it's dot uh, com and uh, also my instagram just follow me on my, on instagram you'll probably see it in the show notes it's just valentina underscore marzola you find me there and my dms are always open i'm running a couple workshops that are coming soon they're really really exciting workshops i'm launching a new program very soon as well so just stay tuned and just know that like I'm just a click away I love chatting to everyone in my on my in my DMs and my community and would love to hear from you as well you're amazing thank you so much honestly guys I have I have firsthand seen the transformations that this lady has had with 
some of our students, both in the KCC and on the RISE program. And I can, I can say to you, like, she know there is so much to you. And that's the beauty of this is you own what you're saying. You're multifaceted, you're multi-layered. There's so much complexity and levels to the work that you do with women. This isn't just like, let's change your thoughts and let's go here. It's energetic, it's layered, it's releasing. It's yeah, and you are absolutely phenomenal. So if you needed someone to give you a little bit of a, um, if you are listening and you, you are looking for that complete change and you are feeling lost and stuck and insecure and want to find your confidence. And thank you so much. Honestly, you have been a gem and I know this will really, really resonate with so many of our listeners. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Thank you so much for having me on this incredible podcast. I love it. So it's an honor for me. Thank you. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.